Welcome, everyone, to the 12th episode of That's Some Crazy Shit with Kelly and James. My name is Kelly, and as always, my co-host is James. How's it going, brother? How's it going? What's up, my sister? Things are good here. Everything is everything. Everything is good. The holidays are over. Well, the first holiday is over. And now we're full on into Christmas. I notice now, like, all the stuff is Christmas. All the television shows are Christmas. Christmas music. Christmas music, Christmas lights, Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. So, yeah. Um, Now that Thanksgiving's over... And you know what? You know what's really kind of sad about this whole Christmas thing is I remember when Black Friday used to be like a thing and it was like that day, right? That that you would get the ads on Thanksgiving and you kind of map out what you were going to do. You know, you were going to get up oh, early. Yeah. going to get up early. You were going to go to certain stores, you know, maybe get some breakfast, maybe get some lunch. I mean, it was like a thing and now uh, it's not even like a thing anymore. It's like Black Friday month or Black Friday week or, it, you know, it doesn't even matter anymore. It's kind of sad. I liked Black Friday. Yeah, you got into it, huh? You know what? It was fun. Well, because I had kids and they were little and, you know, you could go and get, you know, the stuff and it was fun. You know, we we made a, a morning out of it. And uh, but now it's like, mm, it's just it's not the same. It will never be the same. And COVID made it different too, but still, people have been advertising Black Friday since Halloween. Let's be honest. Oh, I know. Let's be honest. Um, but I am really excited today, James, because we are. This is our last um, episode before we take the break. We're taking all of December off. We won't be back until the 9th of January. Um, we will be doing some crazy research. Yeah, we will be doing crazy research. We got some killer guests coming up. Um, it's going to be a good season. That will be our second season. So this is the season last show. Two. Season two. That's some crazy shit, right? That so we are. Um, so, but we're going to take a break. But today we are doing reptilians. He has been waiting patiently. Well, not really. I have been waiting. been waiting. I have been waiting semi-patiently. I'm so excited. We're doing reptilians. But as always... We got to give our our gratitude and our thank you. So if you've never listened to us before, thank you. This is your first time. If you chose to join us on Reptilians, kudos for you for the open mind on the Reptilians. All right. Kudos to you. Yeah. If if you've been with us the whole time, kudos to you for hanging in there with us. Right. Yeah. Some shows. We'll admit, haven't really been all that great, right? We can admit that, right? <laughs> Can't we well, admit that? Some Dave? are better than others. Some are better than others. So, you know, kudos for you for hanging in there with us and, and watching us evolve and, and and get better, we hope, every single time. So thank yeah, you. Sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. James, as yeah. always, tell the listening audience like the why behind the podcast. Well, Kel, when we started this, what we wanted to do was to have a place where we could just discuss these off-the-beaten-path topics, you know, the paranormal, the metaphysical, uh, even the everyday crazy stuff that's happening in the world. 
And um, I mean, there's some crazy technology going. I mean, it's just crazy. And, you know, when we say that it's some crazy shit, we're not we're not saying that the people who are saying these or they're having these experiences are crazy, that they're insane. That's not it at all. We're saying that these things are happening and it's crazy that more people don't believe them. And we wanted to give a platform to people who maybe have had paranormal experiences or um, like our last guest, uh, Rue, and uh, the acupuncturist, it was Dave. Chris. Chris. You know, that, that's some crazy stuff. So um, we also want to let people contact us. And, Kel, you'll give us the information about that. You know, if you've had an experience and you want to share it, hey, hit us up. You know, because this isn't something that you just talk to anybody about, to be honest, because a lot of times people are afraid to be ridiculed. But I, I will tell you a cool thing, though, Kel, that I've noticed since we started this podcast and I've been talking to people about it, I'm finding more people than you realize have had crazy experiences and they just don't talk about it. Yeah, I would agree with you. I think that uh, the podcast has helped us tuned in a little bit more to the crazy shit, right? And, and people, and I hope that we are attracting people who are like, yeah, I, I would love to come on, be a guest on the podcast, hash it out with you guys for an hour, talk about my crazy experiences and in a platform that, you know, if anything, we'll just bombard you with questions because <laughs> you want to know, right? Yeah, so, it's just, we, it's knowledge, you know, and it's just, it's so interesting. Yeah, we'll hit you right. with, with the questions. Absolutely. So, as always, there's different ways that you can get at us because we are officially on social media. Which is crazy in itself. Which is crazy in itself. We are on email. So email is uh, that's some crazy shit podcast at gmail.com. Then there's Twitter at that's some crazy shit. You know, the at sign that's some crazy shit. Instagram is the at sign that's underscore some crazy shit. Facebook is K and J's podcast. I know that I've said it wrong in the past, but I'm getting it right today. It's K and J's podcast is Facebook. And then we also have a YouTube channel, which is that some crazy shit. And so all the episodes are uploaded onto YouTube as well. And then, um, you know, we uh, want to be able to connect. Uh, We're always looking for guests. If you've got a story. You know, hit us up. We want it to be interactive. Not that we're not interesting because <laughs> we are. However, <laughs> you know. At least we, we would, think we are. Uh, well, you yeah. know, and that's all that matters. Don't yeah, that, burst that, that bubble for us, or at least for me. Um, I like to think that I'm interesting, but I know that I love to have guests and people who are experts. So, yeah, absolutely. Get us at Facebook. Like us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. Whatever you do on Twitter, uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Have I hit them all? Oh, and email us. See? You can do all of those things and you don't even have to leave your house. That's that's amazing. All right. So, James, I am ready to get into reptilians. (laughs) And I thought that I would let you start. So, 
I want to give us a formal introduction. This is, we're not, this, and I guess reptilians could be cryptid creature as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, with no further ado, going to bring you reptilians. And James is going to start, and then I'll follow up with the pop culture with reptilians. So, go James. I'm interested to find out what you found out about reptilians. So excited. (laughs) I know you are excited. I am giddy. So, uh, you know, I was surprised that you were so interested in this, Kelly, considering there's no reptilians in The Godfather. (laughs) Oh, so shame. Yes, you are right. There are no (laughs) reptilians in The Godfather. I cannot relate this to that movie. You are correct. But wait, wait. We just started. Maybe you can. Maybe I can. Okay, so, you know, going back, and we had talked about this uh, in some of our other shows about all these things kind of go back to the Sumerians just because of uh, how old the culture is. And so, you know, once again, there's reference of reptilians in the Sumerian text of Gilgamesh. Okay, and we've talked about that several times. So, but what I found was interesting when I was doing this research, um, there is, there are, excuse me, several monolithic sites that have produced statues in the form of reptilians or humans with uh, reptile traits. And then also the Egyptian god of, excuse me, um, Oh, I have to get the name. I lost it. Sorry. That's okay. Uh, Sobek, excuse me. Uh, Sobek, he was a human with a crocodile head. Okay, so I don't know. And he he was a god. He was an Egyptian god. He was the Egyptian god, Um, and apparently he. And this is what I found was interesting too. The behavior of all these creatures when they describe them, they always describe them as being uh, really aggressive. And when you think about it, you know, reptiles can be, they can be aggressive, you know, if you you mess with them. So I thought that was interesting. And then if you wanted to, now these aren't really reptilians per se, but they're all uh, creatures that have reptilian traits. Uh, There is the... uh, Hydra, the seven-headed serpent. And then in India, they talk about the Naga. And that's a human torso up, but a snake down, you know. So there's all these references to these different uh, serpent-like creatures. But if... Wait, wasn't Medusa... Wasn't Medusa... Like a serpent, too, before her head well, was Medusa, taken off. She was uh, cursed. See, then we talked about this, too. Zeus, he used to like to, I mean, Zeus got around. He was a horned dog. So he had. He was a god. I mean, 
Well, yeah, what I do, guess if I was expect? a god too. If I was a god, yeah, no problem. <laughs> so, stay on topic. Yeah. <laughs> So he put the move on Medusa. She was a beautiful woman. And then that's when Hera got pissed and cursed her. So then her hair was serpents. Uh, Wasn't her body like a serpent? Her body was like a serpent. And then that's when Perseus had to, you know, cut her head off and go back. And this in in Greek mythology, he didn't really use the head to uh, take on a, the Titan. I thought it was the Kraken. The, the Kraken! Kraken. Yes. But uh, in Greek mythology, he just had to get rid of this as a, as a, to show he was worthy enough to marry the princess. Gotcha. Gotcha. However, let's go back to reptilians. I just thought you said that with the serpent body and it made me think of Medusa. Right. Well, that's cool. So then... There's no real reports of reptilian type creatures like we think about now until uh, a gentleman named David Ick. David Ick. David Ick. He's from London. London, England. And That's horrible, Kelly. We're going to get there. <laughs> so he wrote a book talking about the reptilians that we know of today. Okay. And he was in the 1980s. He wrote a book. And he claims that he went to see a psychic. And the psychic told him that he would begin channeling. Okay, and we have we talked about channeling, didn't we? We did. I did a whole thing on channeling. Yeah, what crazy what shit it is. Yep, we did. So, and we were talking about this. Like, well, how does he know all this stuff? So... He started channeling, and that's when he started to get these uh, messages about the reptilians, and a little segue into what you're going to do. He talks about them uh, being celebrities and in places of power. Yeah, infiltrating all areas of government. Right, and so, that you know, we'll let you talk about that part. But that's where he came from. There's also, I found, there's there's several beliefs on where these reptilians came from. Uh, one is somehow they survived the mass extinction and have evolved in these isolated areas of the world. Okay, that's one theory. Um, the second one is... They went into the earth and survived under there. And now they have a civilization inside the earth. And I'd like to talk about that in an upcoming episode. That's pretty interesting. And then the second or the last one, uh, I shouldn't say the last one. There's time travelers. Some people believe that they're uh, like from earth but maybe in a different reality and they just travel in time. And we talked about them being parallel universes and things like that. So that kind of goes in there. And then, of course, the last one is they're aliens from another planet, galaxy. So there's kind of all these theories of how these creatures have evolved and how they've come to Earth. So. 
and I had actually read where the um, the reptilians it kind of uh, relates somehow to the Illuminati, right? Right, where uh, there are thirteen families um, in the world that hold all the power and the wealth, and that these families have you know have reptilians in them, and reptilians hold all aspects of our lives so media uh, financial uh, governments education um, and all of this really stems from David Ick coming out in the late 90s and with this theory right. um, and even James talk about even how like even in, when I was reading about David Ick he had even referenced like the Bible did you get any stuff on like reptilians in the Bible well, when I looked into it, I couldn't find any references of reptilians per se, like what we're speaking about, but more or less references to serpents and things like that. So not really reptilians, but more references to serpents, because I did look into that one. After we talked about it, I thought I would check that out. I thought that was interesting. And, and David Ick is still alive, yes? Yes, he's still alive, and he still does a lot of, uh, like, shows. Um, he still writes books. He has over 20 books published. Um, the one I was talking about, it caused a lot of controversy at the time because one of his uh, theories is that the queen is a reptilian. Oh, and we'll get into that. Yeah, and so I, <laughs> you know, we, and I was looking at that. That was pretty interesting because this guy. I mean, the British take the royals very seriously, and they don't take too kindly if you start talking some smack. And him, from him being over there, you know, I thought that was interesting. He has a little bit of cojones. Yeah, so, his book. Um, did you say the name of it? It's called The Biggest Secret which came out in like the late 90s and he started naming names and since then celebrities and I'll get into more pop culture have been known to be called reptilians if you decide to look this up you tend to be directed more toward YouTube right? and there's a ton of conspiracy videos out there on the whole reptilian thing which is how I got caught up in it and I just went down a rabbit hole and I've been fascinated ever since because it's just some crazy shit to me you know and this guy has got people like seriously believing him but we'll get into that later keep going James I don't want to interrupt you keep going oh no this that that's cool this is why we, this is what we do you know we talk about things you know we throw things back and forth um you know, and it's interesting because he does have all these uh, beliefs, you know, and um, we were talking about who he channels. He believes that he is, um, he, was call, he calls himself the son of the Godhead. Okay. And so this gives him the ability to channel all these different things and that's where he comes up with this stuff so is he what, channeling is he channeling son of the godhead or 
Is that what he says? Is that that? Or I mean, I guess you know when it comes to channeling, and we've talked about this like way in the beginning of our like our first couple podcasts. Mm-hmm. Most people say they're either channeling an entity, right, or they're or they're channeling like a group conscious, like right. several entities. Did he say what he was channeling? Well, he refers to himself as the son of Godhead. So, so he, he channeled, is... quote unquote, Godhead. Gotcha. And uh, and I think this is interesting because it, I kind of have this belief where, you know, you there is a universal conscience. And I think that's what he's referring to. But he's, at least I, I mean, that's the assumption I make. You know, maybe he can channel this. Maybe we've talked about uh, people getting into the Akashic record being able to tap into that so i'm not dismissing this you know i think it's very interesting how these things all seem to have a tie yeah they do and you know it's funny when we talk about david ick and some of the things that he said he says that these reptilians are uh, controlling us by creating wars and mindless entertainment to keep us distracted which is really interesting because he said this back in 1999, where we really didn't have the entertainment that oh, yeah, we no have today. Media. Yeah, right. That's 20 years ago. So it's just kind of interesting. Again, not saying that what this man is saying is is you know truth, but I find it interesting his theory and how he says that um, they're only like we said they're believed to make up the makeup of the Illuminati. And that they can take on human forms by creating vibrations right. that give us the illusion that they are human. So they're actually supposed to be like seven feet tall, right? But what we see because of how they... I, I did find, excuse me, I did find, Kelly, that descript, descriptions do vary. Do they vary? Yes. And that's what, did, what, what I did thought. You find? What did you find? Um, there are some, okay, so... If you, I found a story about L.A., and apparently underneath L.A., there's a population of smaller reptoids, reptilians, um, and they only average, they said, like four feet, less than 100 pounds. But then there are the ones that you're talking about. Um, I found two names for them, the Archons and the Dracons. And they are they they may be seven eight feet tall, a few hundred pounds. So these are big creatures. So uh, descriptions do vary. I did find that out. I also found out about a little bit more about his theory, right? So because <clears throat> I wondered, like, well, you know, what what you know, his theory is like, why are they here? So they're obviously here to enslave the human race and become their rulers and to breed with humans to form crossbreeds and that their DNA can infiltrate the minds of humans. This is actual quote out of David Ick's book. With their DNA inside of our systems, they can control us by making us dumber, slower and weaker, therefore easier to control. Evidence for this reptilian DNA in us comes from the fact that in the early stages of developing embryos, embryos look a lot like reptiles and could be classified as such. 
They also say that there's an older part of our brain, which is what controls our most primal functions. And that's called the reptilian brain because it's made up of structures that the reptilian brain consists of, which are the brainstem and the cerebellum. And this is all from David Icke's book. And, and the theory that he's tossing out there, and I won't even say tossing it out there because he's done some research to try to find evidence to back up his theory. Right. Do you know what I'm and saying? It's, and it's funny. I know from uh, a good friend of mine has taught me about the reptilian part of the brain. And, you know, that all, so that all corresponds, you know, it's just not some weird out of left field theory you know that does correspond with something i've learned from someone who knows so i you know that's interesting so in this article that i was reading and it was it was uh, published back in april of 2018 and it's called the world is controlled by a group of elite reptiles by joy pan she says that the astonishing thing that even though there's really no scientific evidence that these are real and it's all theory it's it's there's an incredible amount of people who believe this is true do you want to know what number she says is true this is back in 2018 so two years ago there were 12 million americans and people worldwide even more people worldwide who believed this theory to be true and that and that's what i say answer huh Oh, I didn't get left to answer. Sorry, I was just too in, I was too too involved. Oh, but, I know. Sorry, but it's interesting to me because I wonder how many people out there believe this, but would never admit to believing this shit. It's crazy. Well, that's the thing about anything we talk about. You know, how many people believe it but won't admit it? You know. So and... I will tell you, I will tell you, James, that I was on a conference call at work and the people that I work with, I had told them I do this podcast. And so people always ask, well, what's it called? And you're like, that's some crazy shit. What do you talk about? Crazy, crazy shit. shit. And I was all telling them how excited I was doing because we were doing reptilians. And basically, these people thought I was crazy, probably crazy. <laughs> Even there's the fact that I just that I'm bringing this up on the call. I didn't say I necessarily believed it, but I found it when I brought up Queen Elizabeth, they were done. They're, they were done at that point. Okay, Kelly, right? <laughs> they were done. So I find it incredibly interesting um, how many people believe this stuff. Now. Yeah, and that's, it's true. Like, like you say, you know, that'd be like us, well, I don't want to compare it to anyone in our political system, but someone well-known, you know. I will, because I got it in pop culture. <laughs> oh, that's right. That was your, yeah. Okay, so, Kelly, who in political power, the circle, is reptilian? Well, James, that is such a great question. So what I thought we would do is I thought we would take a break, pay some bills, and right. come back, and then we'll get into the pop culture side of the reptilians, okay? Right on. All right. So we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. All right, so we are back. So before the break, you had asked me about political people that are in. 
actually, there's a couple of theories that I found. One of them is Barack Obama, right? Is supposed to be not only a reptilian, but a big member of the Illuminati, right? As in Hillary Clinton, supposed to be a member of the Illuminati, although I couldn't find anything on her being reptilian. Uh, the latest reptilian that I could find is right now the leader of the free world for a little while longer, and that would be Donald Trump. And well, now they I would, would believe that one. And we they, talked about that. We talked, yep. remember we, I was telling you how he's changing all these laws so the environment's more fucked up, and you know now they can pollute and global warming. Yep. So hey, they what, say what that. They say that Donald Trump is, in fact, a reptilian. There are uh, videos on YouTube with him, you know, shifting, you know, eyes changing, form slightly changing, uh, giving various speeches. So, you know, um, there's also been uh, rumored that major families like the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds are also reptilians, which has infiltrated not only our government, but the, the, the world government, you know, to bring about a new world order, which is a whole nother thing. But just know that reptilians are related to that whole Illuminati thing. So and Donald David Trump Ick talks about that. Yeah. Yeah. David Ick really gets into it. And if you and David Ick's last name, I believe, is I-C-K-E. Correct. Um, I'm not sure I'm pronouncing that right, but I think you are. But I know he's got a ton of books out there. And so if you're interested in like more of learning about his theory, because this is where this is where we're pulling all this stuff from is from his theories. Okay, so just real quick before we get into the rest of the people who I say are reptilians, how can you tell? If someone's a reptilian shapeshifter and another great thing about these reptilians, James, they are shapeshifters. Right. I have read where these are, you know, I've got two theories. Number one, that they're shapeshifters. Number two, the David Ick theory that they can control our minds and alternate vibrations, therefore making us see something so they wouldn't have to shapeshift. And remember, we talked about how Bigfoot is supposed to use sound to affect humans. So yeah. that's that's interesting how sound, once again, plays a part in our behavior. Yep. So that's what that's the David Ick theory. But anyway, so how can you tell? Okay, reptilian eyes can be seen if you look closely enough. Some say it's possible to spot them um, only in the mist of shape shifting. And again, if you go to YouTube, there's a ton of videos of like a lot of newscasters shifting, show, showing their eyes and shifting, and they, that's one way. Uh, number two. Scales or hints of green may be seen on the skin while a reptilian is transforming into a humanoid state. So if somebody has scales on the skin, that's a giveaway. That's a giveaway. And if hey, they're maybe green, that's why Trump has that orange paint on him. So he's hiding the green. Could be, could be. Uh hologram flickers, okay? Reptilians are so good at hiding their identities that they often forget they're hiding um, such a bi- such a big secret. Um, sometimes uh, they disguise themselves with holograms and they'll get glitches. So if somebody glitches, that's probably a giveaway that they're 
a reptilian. And your intuition may alert you that you're standing next to a reptilian. So, people, take note. Sometimes if you get that feeling that the person that you're talking to may not be human, maybe they're not. not. You know, just saying, okay, uh, now let's get into pop culture now. So James, you had talked about Queen Elizabeth and that is probably my favorite reptilian person because the stories about her are rampant. Oh my goodness. This woman. It's like everyone has a story. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this woman transforms into a seven foot reptilian overlord and consumes little children. Reptilians love kids. Uh, They love babies because babies are pure or some shit like that. I can't remember. I read it somewhere. But they're saying, yeah. And they say that um, uh, David Itt claimed this in an interview. uh, Said that, you know, the whole thing, conspiracy theory, Illuminati. uh, He said that the British descendants are, in fact, descended from the reptilian bloodline. And uh, he's also saying that he believes that the members of the Illuminati, including all of the Earth's royal families, are descendants of ancient hybrids between reptilian a- reptilian aliens and humans. Then he said, let's not forget that Queen Elizabeth's name, her nickname is what? Lizzie. Lizzie the Lizard. So, the Queen Mom... <laughs> and he comes from there. That just cheers me out. It's like you're you're going to talk shit about the queen and you're from there. Like, Mum. Yeah. I also had read a theory and I can't, I looked for this. I couldn't find it. I had read this. Oh God, maybe a couple years back. I think I told you when I first read it, but I had read an article where they said princess Diana knew that the Royals were reptilians. Oh, and so she wanted right. no parts. She wanted no parts of that. Her. But that's just another theory. I, I couldn't find it today so that was I had read that maybe three four five years ago uh, when I was uh, when I first got introduced to the whole reptilian thing and went down a rabbit hole um, and but I couldn't find it anymore so I don't know if that was you know who knows but anyway Queen Elizabeth the second lizard uh, who else do we think is a humanoid or a lizard You're, yeah, yeah I'm sorry not a humanoid a lizard a reptilian Justin Bieber. My God. <laughs> Justin Bieber is one of the most famous reptilian humanoids. Uh, theories that the Beeb is a lizard. You know, they've been they've been tossed around for a while, but they peaked when he was uh, touring Australia. And, and they said that uh, he, um, I guess he must have did something. Uh that made people think that he was a reptilian. Now I have seen videos with, they say Justin Bieber's eyes change and all that. And, you know, he got really weird there for a minute, but you know, I hate to say it. I I don't, why am I saying I hate to say it? I am proud to say I was never a Justin Bieber fan. So I wouldn't be surprised if the man was a reptilian. I think he's a punk. (laughs) You know, you like his music. I do like his music, but he's do a Do you punk. really? Do you really like Justin Bieber's music? Because how long have you known me? And whenever I say <laughs> stuff, you go, do you really? You should know if I tell you something. It's true, man. 
I'm just saying, I've never been a fan. Okay. I like some of his music. I have to admit, I like some of his music, but I think he's a dick. Oh, but go ahead. A lot of other I'm getting off think topic. He's a dick too, but we are getting off topic. Just know that he's a reptilian. Uh, number three, and I've heard this one a lot. Good old Hannah Montana, Miley Cyrus. Oh, really? I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, they say that Miley is a reptilian and that the biggest piece of evidence comes from an interview that she did with Barbara Walters in 2013 and they say that her she was like shape-shifting during this interview. If you haven't seen it, I'm sorry we don't have video for you, but if you're really interested and you want to check out Miley Cyrus turning into a reptilian, at least I think it's her eyes that they show mostly, check it out. Barbara Walters, December 2013, Miley Cyrus shapeshifts. Anna, uh, what was what was Barbara what was Barbara Walters show called? 2020. 2020. This is yep. Barbara Walters. Yep. Okay. Now, you know how we talked about how they say reptilians are giving us a mindless social media shit to look at in front of our screens? Yeah. That brings me to our next reptilian overlord, Mark Zuckerberg. Yes. Facebook creator Mark Zuckerberg has said that he is a reptilian. They say that he is not human. They definitely he said, say he said, that he's human. No, he says, no, I'm saying they. When I say they, you oh. know, they, not him. They. They say that he's a reptilian. They say he's not human. And that is why he is so weird. Yeah. But he did come out in 19, oh, 19, sorry, in 2016 in a QA that he posted and said that he is not, I repeat, I am not. A lizard person. Well, what is he supposed to say? Yeah, I am. I'm a lizard overlord, and we're here to mind. Yeah, he's going to say no. I always say that about anything, though. Of course not. I'm not. Who else do they say was a lizard person? Good old Bob Hope. Bob Hope? Bob Hope was rumored to be a lizard person. He entertained the troops and yeah. kept them distracted for years. Okay. Huh. There's also uh, Angelina Jolie. Do they got video of her eyes flipping out? She's just a rumor. She's just a rumor. No hard Katie, evidence. No hard evidence. But yeah, you know, look at her. Mm, I don't know, James. Every time I see Anna, Anna, what's her name? Angelina. It looks like she could use like a sandwich, really, because she looks uh, hungry to me. I'm not. I wasn't going to go there, but yeah, she could use a burger too. She looks hungry. I'm just saying. I'm not trying to but be I mean like or anything. Kind of curvy, so you know, I'm just saying. She just looks really thin, unhealthy thin to me. Like you know, uh, Katy Perry, lizard person. Oh, you sound surprised. Well, I just don't remember ever hearing anything about her. But yeah, that's interesting. These are rumors. And Madonna. Madonna is... Oh. Yeah. And so, you know, it's funny because they even say the Bush family, global banking leaders. um, I've heard that, yeah. People who are like, um, you know, leaders of 
like countries. And as David Ick said in his theory, all of the Earth's royal families, not just the British royal, but all of the Earth's royal families are, in fact, reptilians. And they're all related to each other. They're all like cousins and shit. In some type of weird way, yeah. So it's just kind of interesting how people have had to come out. You know, they even say uh, the Prime Minister of New Zealand, right? W. When I say W, I mean who? George. George. George W. The whole Bush family. Donald Rumsfeld. You know? That's it. Well, I guess we wouldn't hear about Joe Melman being a lizard person, you know, but all these people are like a power. And then it's funny because Justin Bieber, I had talked about him and they said like when he went to Australia, right? Well, there had been an article uh, published in this newspaper that said it had fans say they saw Bieber change into a giant reptile, right? Now they had, they had these eyewitness fans, but nobody had any video of this shit, right? Only eyewitness accounts, but no no video. And you know what, though? I can't, I can't talk smack about that because we talked about how many times, you know, people see Bigfoot or UFO or a ghost and they have a camera and they don't use it. That's true. Um, but they said that this was at one of his concerts and there were lots and lots of uh, eyewitness accounts, but then no video. And then the newspaper that printed this article had had um had taken it down right because there's just no real there's just no real evidence of him turning but that's what fans say you know um i they didn't say that jay-z and beyonce were in fact lizard people i've heard they're the illuminati though but they are supposedly members of the illuminati now the interesting thing that i found out about um the reptilians um, and reading uh, David Ick's theories, and I think I found this on YouTube, is that they were saying that uh, the uh, uh, reptilians also control the grades, the aliens. So the, really? the reptilians, yeah, I had read this where they actually control oh, the I, grades I, as well. Because they're more, uh, they're like genetically engineered by them, huh? Yes. And so I thought that was very interesting how not only does this theory bleed into the Illuminati, which we could do a whole thing on the Illuminati. Oh, yeah. Now we also can bleed into the greys, right? Because yeah. now they 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 uh, control the greys. And I had also saw a theory where they are saying that, that is the, that's the main push behind global warming to give these reptilians the environment that they would thrive in if they yeah, could change yeah if they could change the world's uh ecosystem because what do reptiles need they need a hot and you know a lot of humidity that's what we're doing you know and and then that, that can bleed into conspiracy theories yeah you know so, maybe I mean, maybe these politicians were rolling back all these laws to make things worse are maybe they are reptilians you know and they're covering it up you know 
I'd like to talk about conspiracy theories maybe next season, too. Well, you know, and it's really interesting because they, even though, like you were saying, the reptilians goes back, you know, you can take it all the way back to the Sumerians, the Sumerians yeah. and there's references in the Bible and all this stuff. And that's how they kind of talk about the Garden of Eden. Right. Right. With the whole reptilian. And and uh, it's just kind of interesting how he he came up with these theories based on other theories. Uh, he also talked about the Anaki. Right. And Anunnaki. Anunnaki. And then he also talked about it in an election in uh, Canada in 2003, where the Progressive Party uh, disseminated a press release uh, describing the Ontario Liberal Party opposition leader Dalton Magunti, Magunti as an evil reptilian kitten eater from another planet. Okay, that was in politics. Then in 2008, in the U.S. Senate election in Minnesota, uh, one ballot included a vote for Al Franken with lizard people written in the space for the write-in candidates. How many? Does it say how many? It didn't say how many voted for them. Did Al Franken demand a recount? (laughs) Well, Al Franken won. He was senator. I don't think hey. he's still senator, but at the time no, he won. He was. He was senator. So, if, you know, when you're talking about how it infiltrates governments, you know, not only from your president, but, you know, they talked about, like I said, New Zealand, Canada, you know, England, you know, probably parliament. Right. Hey, did you find anything about, uh, like, the Japanese? I did royal not. Family? No, I could not find anything. And, you know, and James, that's the thing. There's not a lot of written information about uh, reptilians. All the information that I found when I was doing my research is all people on YouTube making videos about said conspiracy theories. And there are hundreds of videos where they're showing just various newscasters and their eyes changing uh, people slowing down the video and you're watching the eye, the eye change from a human eye to like a reptilian eye and then back again and, and all this type of stuff and it's usually they say people that bring us the news, that bring us social media that bring us the content and their job is to keep us distracted so that we don't realize what's really going on in the world which absolutely is a fantastic theory because we are all incredibly distracted today. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff going on in government that we are not paying attention to. I mean, and we could really go there, but but it's an interesting theory to me. It absolutely fascinates me. I had read one article where uh, Queen Elizabeth was at a ceremony and they she turned into her seven-foot-tall self. And this was somebody... Who knew somebody who was there? All right, and that what? That, remember we talked about that? <laughs> that herb imagine type stuff, right? And so she turned into this seven foot uh, reptilian overlord, and they fed her infant children, like three of them. They said, and she gobbled them up, and 
went back into her old lady form. Ta-da. I just find that I find that fascinating. You're like, really? And that's what kills me because it's that crazy that we wouldn't believe it. And the reason why I say that is um, maybe about three years ago. This has nothing to do with reptilians, but I'll just bring it up real quick. I had saw a video about this rabbi who was talking about how um, they basically abduct little children, grind them up, you know, take their blood and sell the meat to like McDonald's and Wendy's. And that basically McDonald's is people, right? Remember that was going around. Yeah. Yeah. That was going around. Remember that? And he said something that really made me think he's like, you know, we tell you it's in plain sight. We're not trying to hide it from you. He goes, but it's so ridiculous or it sounds so crazy that you wouldn't believe it anyway. So I can sit here and admit it to you and you're not going to believe it. So because you're sheep. I remember him saying that. I, I, think, thought, I, I think you told me to watch the video. I did. And, I remember uh, now, yeah. Rabbi was on some guy's radio station. Yeah, talking I remember. To him, and the guy was like a Christian radio station. I can't remember. I don't know if it's still on YouTube, but that always stayed with me because he's like, yeah, it's just so crazy. He goes, you wouldn't believe it if we admitted it anyway. So I can sit here right now and admit it to you and let you know that y'all's eating your children. He goes, but you wouldn't believe me anyway because you're sheep. And And I was was like, why do you think there's so many people missing? Right, right. And he said, too, that they look for minority children because nobody really looks for them, which, man, I'm like, damn, that's some cold-ass shit. That's some crazy shit. And that just made me think about this crazy shit because you know what? David Ick probably, you know, if he's right and we're all wrong, man, that's some crazy shit. That's, <laughs> that's the thing, you know. You can, and I think that's why we, you know, I, we try to keep an open mind, I think, you know, because, you know, God damn, what if it is true, you know? <laughs> 12 and, million and then it's people, 12 mind. 12 million Americans back in 2018 believed David Ick's reptilian theory. And more people, according to that article I cited, more people around the world believe it. So that's what I'm saying. 12 million is a big number. There's probably people that you know today that believe this theory who would never admit it. Yeah. Right? Never admit it. But it's not that far-fetched. If he got 12 million of y'all to believe this shit, that's crazy shit. That is. And more around the world. Think about that. That's crazy. That is crazy. So, James, I don't have anything else on reptilians. I just, woo, I just, thank you. It's in the books. We can always come back and discuss it more. But, unfortunately, it's more video than it is reading or audio. When right. You see but that's okay about reptilians. you know. Hopefully, we're, we're getting people, you know, interested enough where they'll go check out the video. Yeah, or go look at David Ick's book. Oh, yeah, he's got like 20 books, and they're all crazy. Oh, real quickly, uh, you triggered a memory. When I was uh, researching David, uh, he went through what he called his uh, turquoise, turquoise stage. And he would wear a lot of turquoise. And the his belief was that the turquoise helped him pick up and tune in on all these different vibrations. And so that he, it was making him more acutely aware of what was going on. And we talked about uh, the Native Americans. They also have that belief where turquoise has uh, 
magical properties and it helps you tune into you know uh there's mother earth and the spirits you know so i thought that was interesting once again how you know something crosses uh where you don't think they would yeah that is interesting and so did he say like was he doing a lot of channeling in this turquoise stage is that yeah, what he was doing at yeah, the time that's what he, it was helping him to channel more clearly now i don't know if he continues to wear turquoise or if he just wore more at the time but i just thought that was interesting how and you know, do you know if he continues to channel did you find anything out on that or was that just for a period of time and oh his no life that's how channel? that's how he comes across all this information for his new books oh so all his books are channeled yeah all his books are channeled well, I should I should say everything in the book is channeled, but all the stuff that he's talking about, where he gets the information about these reptilians and the Illuminati, that's all channeled, you know. But he also, like you said, he also tries to use science to back up his theories and stuff. So, you know. Yeah, and he does go back into cultures, uh, the Egyptians, the Sumerians. Right. Talks about how you know gods and stuff like that, and how they look. So I, I found I found the whole thing to be incredibly interesting, and I hope that uh, the the listeners find it interesting as well. And if you believe it's okay, you'll get no judgment from me. We could just simply sit and hash it out because it fascinates the shit out of me. Um, I'm I'm totally fascinated with this whole reptilian theory, and that's why I always say our reptilian overlords, because part of me is like, huh. Well, and that's the thing, though, you know, it, that's the thing about these all these conspiracies is there's just enough there to make you think, well, maybe hmm. it's true. Maybe. You know, maybe. if I can get a little bit of science uh, to kind of blend in with what I'm saying, that, that brings an air of legitimacy to it, you know? It does. It does. So, James, let's, uh, let's take a, let's, uh, segue into, uh, random bullshit all right okay so random bullshit you know it's been an interesting week i will say um, and, uh, you know, Thanksgiving just passed. And I'm sure everybody was cooking and doing their different things. And one of the, and you may not know, but you like to cook. So I just thought I'd throw this out there, right? I was thinking about this. And, and maybe somebody can answer this for me. Maybe you can. There is beef broth. There is chicken broth. There's even vegetable broth. But why isn't there pork broth? That's a good question. You know, I don't I don't know why you wouldn't have a pork broth. Because you could use it while you're making soups. You know, yeah. I use chicken broth when I'm making chili verde. You know, I could use a pork broth. I just wondered about that. There just there isn't one. There's not well, one. Well, hold on. I, I mean, did you know the difference between brock, stock, and it's broth, stock? And consomme? Broth, stock, and consomme? No, tell me yeah. the difference. Okay, they say broth you drink, stock okay. you use it to cook with, and then consomme is just a more... 
concentrated uh, stock. So it would add even more flavor. Gotcha. I, when so, I make pot roast, I use consomme. You use consomme. So this is my other question. So we understand where beef broth comes. It comes from beef. We understand where chicken broth comes from. It comes from chicken. But the vegetable broth, exactly what vegetables are you pulling this broth out of? Or is it a mixture of vegetables? It's a mixture of root and aromatic vegetables. How do you, you know all this? Roast What's that? How, how, how do you know this? Because that's the crazy shit. I know all this stuff. <laughs> like, how do you know this shit? I just I'm watch, impressed. You know, I watch cooking shows and I read and stuff. And so, yeah, I'm, you I'm make, impressed. You roast it like if you're going to make it with bones. You know, you roast the bones and then you'll boil them and then you'll strain off whatever and then that's your stock and then you concentrate it by boiling it and it'll turn into consomme. You roast your vegetables, same thing. You and then you boil them down, make a stock or a, you know, broth. I never knew that. I just wondered when I was at the store and I was like, well, how come there's not a pork broth? I mean, you know, I could see you if you were doing like a pork roast, right? right. You know, if you're, you know, you pour in some broth or some stock or some consomme if we're getting fancy and voila, but there isn't any and, and nobody could really tell me why. So I just thought I would throw it out there for random bullshit. Hey, and if any of our listeners know why, let us know. Yeah, why there isn't any pork broth or pork stock or pork consomme. You know, I don't know. I, I, you know, I just, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting to me. There yeah. isn't one. There you know, you got, one. you got three choices. You got beef, chicken, and vegetable. I just thought that was kind of interesting. I don't really have anything else for random bullshit. I'm excited that we are at the end of season one. Season one, wow! Woo-hoo! And remember, we talked. And remember, we first talked about, "Hey Kelly, let's do a YouTube thing, a channel." And you're like, "What would we do?" And now look where we're at. We're just one I step. I know closer. we're at the end of season one. So, thank you everybody for hanging in us with us, or hanging hanging in it with us, hanging in there with us thank for you. the first season. Uh, we will be back starting January 9th. I know that we've got some guests lined up. We've got a gastroenterologist that's going to talk about crazy shit that people put in places that they maybe shouldn't put stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Or maybe you should. I, I don't know. But I think that's crazy. we got some other cool guests coming up. Of course, it will be me and James. But Always. we are taking the month of December off. Um, and so we'll be looking for guests. So if you're interested in being a guest, get at us. You know how to do it. Facebook, Instagram, uh, email, email, Twitter. Twitter. You know, you can even can even leave a message on YouTube. Yeah, you could do that as well. So thank you again for listening uh, to you. That's Some Crazy Shit. My name is Kelly. And I'm James. Keep an open mind, people. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.